Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown and as always, it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today. Well, as you may know, I had a little downtime over the latter part of the summer. And during this time, among other things, I did manage to catch up with a bit of reading or rather listening to audiobooks. I love reading books that help me to see things in a different or a new light. So today I wanted to share just a few nuggets that I picked up from the three books that I read over the summer. And as you will see, it all starts with why. Okay, so let's get on with this week's featured topic with Property Chatter. I've struggled lately to stay on top of my personal reading goals in truth. Two of the major times that I read, or rather listen listen to audiobooks in the most part, are when I'm exercising and when I'm commuting. A persistent and chronic angel, angel, ankle injury meant that my exercise time was severely curtailed and I had not been in transit as much as I used to be um, throughout the course of this year. And that excludes uh, long-haul plane journeys where I prefer to not read for some strange reason. Not really sure why that is. Anyway, the summer break, uh, along with the return to some form of regular exercise and some time in a car traveling around various projects, allowed me to catch up on a few titles in my library. The Better Than Before book by Gretchen Rubin uh, is one I'd recommend. It ignited a bit more personalization into my habit-forming strategies, which helps a lot. After all, we don't all have to be members of the 5am club to be a winner, now do we? So it's really useful to get some strategies which are quite aligned to us as individuals and it's not a one-size-fits-all. So yeah, well worth a read on that one. doesn't prescribe what habits you should have, but does tell you what sort of habits are most likely to work for you. And then the book Give and Take by Adam Grant, as I alluded to last week, helped me to see people in categories as givers, takers, or matchers, as well as the odd faker as well. (laughs) And this latter book um, really allowed me to change my approach, actually, in, in certain ways, certainly as a giver myself. The book explains that some of both the worst and, indeed, the best performers in business and society are also givers. So they're at both extremes, which is quite odd. But learning what separates the shining lights from the burnouts was quite revealing to me. So I'm grateful for the insights from this particular book as well. And as you'll hear, it enabled me to fine-tune how I give myself without turning into a taker in the process. However, the main theme that I wanted to spend a little time focusing in on sprung out of, I think I'm going to get the pronunciation right, Simon Sinek's Start With Why book. Simon Sinek or Simon Sinek. But the book is called Start With Why. 
And you might have seen Simon's viral video about millennials in the workplace. Yes, it did kind of go viral and provoke debate on, uh, on many fronts. Well, it's not that one. <laughs> well, not directly, at least. Although what I'm going to talk about is also referenced there. Simon previously gave a TED talk referencing what he calls the golden circle, which is all about leadership and engagement in the workplace in truth. However, the real meaning of the golden circle is more fully expanded in his book uh, mentioned just now, of course, which is Start With Why. And if you've listened to me Babylon for any period of time, then you'll know that I always start with why or always suggest we start with why, indeed our purpose, before the how, which would be our strategy, or the what, which would be our plans and individual tasks to complete certainly when it comes to property investing at least. So start with why. We both know that's the right place to start now, don't we? Well, I was perhaps a little smug in my apparent, I know this, I get this thinking as I was listening to the book unfold. In fact, I almost stopped listening, believing I didn't need to know any more, telling it starts with why, thanks Simon. However, something told me to stick with it. Not that it was boring, just that I thought I could get more value by reading something new instead. Then, in the last chapter, it hit me. A new way of looking at our why. Perhaps I knew this subconsciously, I don't know. Uh, But the way Simon explained it made perfect sense, and more importantly, also allowed me to reassess my own why at the same time. And of course, I'm hoping the same may also prove to be for you. Simon explained that to beat the odds, sorry, that he beat the odds, rather, with his small business, um, business as a consultant, in getting past three years of successful operation. Despite the odds of uh, business failure being, you know, staggeringly high at uh, over 90%. However, he then hit a wall in the fourth year, as he had crossed over as he put it. (laughs) I'll explain what crossover means, actually. The crossover here is where the why, or the real purpose, that gets you started, eventually gets replaced with the how and the what. And so things become a a bit more routine, or mechanical, or, well, business-like, which I know seems like a, a strange phrase to use in a critical way, but hopefully that will become clear. You see, our why is a feeling that comes from deep inside our limbic brain. And this part of our brain is not connected to the language part. And this is why it's so difficult to put into words our why at times. As we're often, you know, as we often rather just feel it in uh, in a hard to express sort of way. Can't I just feel that's right for me? Why do you say that? I don't know. I just feel it's right. That's me. That's not me. You kind of get it, probably. Well, Simon uses the example of Apple quite a lot in the book, and that's kind of helpful when you think about it. Apple are enablers of individualism rather than serving large crowds uniformly, as he puts it. More importantly, you either identify with Apple or you don't. It's quite clear-cut, really. And this goes to show how a why can attract or repel people too. And that's a good thing, by the way.
Okay, so some people might have bought an iPhone and then gone on to replace it with an Android phone instead. I get that. Perhaps for them, Apple's not, uh, sorry, uh, Apple's why did not really matter or hit home. But for those that do return to Apple and their products repeatedly, they do get it. It's how they feel about the company and the brand, not really about the features of their products, although I'm sure they're very good. I know they're very good. I've got some. <laughs> Apple are change makers who enter into established industries by stealth and then shake them up in a kind of individualistic, rebellious way. They're a 1 in 10 company in terms of units sold, and so also appeal to around 10% of the market. So strictly speaking, a minority player. Yet they're the biggest company in the world as measured by market capitalization. easy for you to say. And as Simon explained repeatedly, almost to the point of nausea, it's because they live out their why on a daily basis. And whether they stop, sorry, stop, stay on top of the perch or close, uh, close to it depends on how closely they stick to their why and avoid the crossover that I mentioned earlier. To be fair, they probably did that once before. Then SJ re returned to remind them of their why. Okay, so what has Apple got to do with you and me as property investors? I hear you ask. Well, we too have a why or a purpose, don't we? The statement that really helped me to see things differently was when Simon explained that you cannot understand your why by looking forwards. You can only understand it by looking backwards. And that really took me by surprise, actually, when I heard it, as our purpose really is a forward-orientated pursuit. It has to have forward-facing outlook. However, we can truly get, get in touch with uh, our why by looking back. We can only really get in touch with it by looking back, in fact, or by joining the dots, to quote Steve Jobs. You see, our purpose is closely aligned to who we are at the very core and with our life experiences and how they've shaped us along the way. And we've probably developed and lived out our why for some time. And when we look back, we can really join those dots, if we look closely enough, that is. And let me illustrate with uh, my own case, uh, using the property voice as an example. Now, I, I formed what was the start of the property voice around five years ago, uh, just over actually. It, it started as a curated news feed service aimed at sharing quality yet filtered information and educational resources to property investors way back then. And there were some clues as to my purpose in that kind of incarnation as well. Going back further, I've often written or shared insights with people in various ways and in various situations, even before being involved with property. I have a thirst for knowledge and a natural curiosity to learn new things. Uh, admittedly, perhaps only to one or two levels deep, but still. Then I was asked to mentor people within several different organisations, as people tended to reach out to me. I did not really know why at times, as I really thought I was nothing special. And these organisations and situations range from young people in not-for-profit organisations to family members, to colleagues and peers, and most recently to my fellow property investors. Hmm, there's something in that, I realised. 
But going back still further, I remember back at school, you know, when I was a young teenager, I used to fight the bullies quite literally. Well, perhaps I could back then, or at least I thought I could. If not now, even if I wanted to. But it wasn't about fighting per se. It was about sticking up for the little guy, making a stand and standing up for an injustice. Another clue, perhaps. See, these small insights into making a stand, sharing knowledge with others, and using my voice far more effectively than my pubescent fists has helped me to bring about a new beginning, often in others. And that, in essence, is exactly what the property voice stands for. Quality, curated information on a one-to-many basis that is either free or low-cost, which levels the playing field and enables property investors to start their own new beginning, along with the information, resources and tools that they need to step out on their own. Where my why got a little bit blurred was was in two areas, commercialisation and giving too much. And these, of course, are two sides of the same coin to some extent. Fortunately, by getting in touch with my why again, I can more accurately align the commercial element by only working with a handful of people any one time and choosing also to only share information in low and no cost ways and mostly in settings from a giving point of view, um, you know, in group settings is what I was trying to say, sorry, um, to set some more workable boundaries and avoid that burnout that I referred to earlier. You see, it's not about the commercials first and foremost, although I found that will come naturally, as I now have a steady stream of people that now want to mentor, invest or otherwise partner or work with me in some way. And I can, to some extent, pick and choose uh, who and in what way I do. Uh, And this also feeds into my own property business as fee income helps to provide seed investment into projects and other forms of partnering or investing offer up different ways to leverage or scale up my property business too. But it was a byproduct. I'm not going, you know, when I was looking for that kind of thing, it didn't happen. But when I'm giving and being more aligned with my why, it's happened much more naturally. That's what I'm really getting at here. And in the recent past, I did try to scale up a training business with with my business partner, Damien, which was linked to my why, but which lacked the smaller, more personal touch points that I value so much. You see, what gives me a real buzz is witnessing a turnaround firsthand whilst having a lifestyle business uh, on the other hand. And trying to help dozens of people all at the same time both led to burnout and also a lack of focus on what I should have been doing elsewhere too, if I'm being completely honest with you. Therefore, I probably had a bit of a crossover moment myself around a year or two ago. But now I think I'm back and in tune with my why once again. Thank you, Simon. So this approach works for me, even if it doesn't work for you. But that's the point, isn't it? It's my why, uh, and that's what counts for me. However, what is personal uh, for you? What is your why? That's the most important thing to take away from today, isn't it? You know, I had a discussion with my wife earlier this week. We often talk about these sort of topics. Um, I don't know why, we just like to. Uh, But we talked about this concept uh, of the why um, over a little bit. And I was of the opinion that a why cannot be about money. 
And But she felt it could be, although I hasten to add hers is not either. Neither of ours is about money. But, uh, you know, she felt it could be about money. I'm going to actually trump this one because it's my podcast. So I'd probably say that having a why that is not specifically about money or financially related is going to help with getting that limbic brain connection uh, more so than, say, money ever can. But that's just my opinion. Money is a quantifiable thing and it's often a byproduct and it makes for having a decent tangible goal that you can aim at. But getting in touch with your why, if you can do that, it will, you know, your inner why, your real why, this one that, you know, you can't really put into words, it will energize you and motivate you far more than a financial goal ever will, I suspect. And if you're about to ask me, how do I get in touch with my why? Well, you can perhaps start by looking back and trying to join the dots, just as I did. In conclusion then, between Gretchen, who is helping me to personalise my habit forming, Adam, who is helping me to still be the giving type of person that I am and you know always have been, but with more clearly defined boundaries and limits, and finally to Simon, who has helped me to look back before looking forward. And so get back in touch with my inner why again. I kind of feel pretty satisfied with my three audible credits spent over the summer, to be perfectly honest with you. Okay, so that's perhaps more along the fluffy end of the scale in terms of the uh, shares on this podcast. But we need this balance, don't we, of the yin and the yang in business as well as life. Just before I go today, uh, a quick word about the Property Voice Apprenticeship. Thank you to those of you that made contact after last week where I announced it. Whilst I've not completely finalised the selection process, it does look like I will be able to have my small group to work with over the next 100 days or so. However, feel free to uh, to register your interest. Just drop me a line uh, for any future Property Voice Apprenticeship programmes, assuming the inaugural one turns out okay, that is. And just to reinforce the point of today's episode... The apprenticeship program is exactly in tune and in line with my personal why as well. Just saying. (laughs) Okay, that's me done for this week. The show notes can be found over the website, thepropertyvoice.net. Or if you want to talk about anything from today's show or about property investing more generally, or even your why, you know you can email me, podcast at thepropertyvoice.net, and I'd be happy to hear from you. But once again, all I want to say now is thank you very much for listening once again this week. And until next time on the Property Voice Podcast, it's ciao, ciao. Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice Podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.